I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. This is Mondra's podcast podcast. Uh, I am George. I'm here with Season Sean. Season three, episode five. Hi, Take Sean. Two. <laughs> and I'm here with John. Hi, John. Oh, hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm yeah. fine, thanks. Good. Yeah. And Should we tell our listeners this is we, the second time we've recorded this? this. Yeah. We, like this is the second time we've recorded this. We got 20 minutes into the podcast and I realised they hadn't plugged the, the mixer, mixer in. in. So yeah. <laughs> we've had to start again. recording. Yeah. School boy era. How's your journey in, Rhys? Uh, like I said before, I'll just <laughs> leave it. <laughs> okay, we, we can't say that every <laughs> time we talk. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be really boring <laughs> if you go, well, I've said that already. Well, like I said before. Uh, so, Reese, I'm going to ask you again. What <laughs> <laughs> you asked before? How, how <laughs> how's it going at Farnborough? Oh, that's a fresh question. Yeah, um, yeah, good. Still in the FA Cup. Played 45 minutes. Played uh, 45 minutes. Oh, well uh, done. Yeah, well done. <laughs> said that twice. So it's all um, all all, all, right. all, all everything's going all right down there. Everything's okay. You'll be playing West Ham soon if you carry on this cup run. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Let's, yeah. let's talk about <laughs> our cup game. There's a nice little link in there. Cup game against Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, Week Garden City, four games Tuesday. to Wembley, three two. There's only only four games to Wembley, yeah. Uh, so we won three two. We had uh, three goal scorers: Morrison, Jarvis, and Vazte. Yeah. Possession you, stats. Do you know that Morrison scored after twenty seconds? I did know that. That's, <laughs> he's done, he's done <laughs> that three times. Now, he's he? done it three times in yeah. two friendlies. Has he got eight goals? This he's got eight though. goals in <laughs> cup games and. Uh, Premier really? League and friendlies, yeah. And uh, so I tweeted out, thunder. he's becoming a bit of a 20-second specialist. And, and do you know what happened when I tweeted that out? What, is, what happened when you tweeted <laughs> Someone <laughs> said, that's what my wife calls me. <laughs> oh, right. It was funny uh, the first time around. <laughs> uh, it wasn't. I'm uh, sure Ravel loves you calling him the 20-second specialist. Mm. But you'd think that teams should scout and know this and go... 
watch out, Morrison, because twice a <laughs> week, watch, watch out for this chap, Morrison. <laughs> he, he's a bit of a 20-second specialist. Like, he goes up and scores goals in 20 seconds, bow. so don't let him do it. I can't, I can't really see teams setting out. Especially I like for the doing first it the twenty seconds. Well, this is it. They go. So next We're time it happens, looser. you go. Oh no, we didn't know he was a twenty-second specialist. Ravel Morrison, twenty-second specialist. I don't think so. Eight goals. Surprisingly enough, he tops the West Ham to Lodi player yeah. ratings charts, closely followed by James Tompkins and Leo Chambers. How many uh, shots did we have on target? We had six shots on target. Can you believe it? Eleven shots, six mm. on the target. That's and we had seven for the rest of the season in our league games, didn't we? We did. So that's a yeah. nice improvement. How many they had, George? Uh, Cardiff had thirteen shots of five on target. Possession, fifty-fifty, mm. as Lamar would say. Yeah. Uh, back. Who was at the bottom of the Matt Taylor, Madiba, Miger, and George McCartney? So that George McCartney's first game back, wasn't it? It was. was it? Yeah. I mean, apart harsh from then, uh, apart from Morrison starting, uh, I thought, and I know you guys didn't watch it, but um, Leo Chambers. There was no stream, Sean. Well, I didn't watch it either. I went to a um, school governor meeting, so I came out, didn't have to do the nail-biting nail stuff and found out we won 3-2 at the end, which is a really nice way to find out, just at full time, you won 3-2. But uh, I did watch uh, the stream not stream, sorry, the highlights on West Ham TV and on Sky Sports News. And uh, the first goal, obviously, well taken by Ravel. The second goal was sort of scuffed in and um, by Job, Jarvis, Jarvis and then a header from Vaz Tay. So, um, is that any good, that West Ham TV? It is, yeah. Four ninety nine <laughs> a month. For some months, it's better value than others. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of deja vu. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not very really funny to our listeners because they've only been through it once. Um, but yeah, I, I thought How it was... How many people do you reckon subscribe to that, Sean? That I'm not allowed TV to say because it's uh, uh, under com- confidentiality. A fiver a month. I can't say. Oh, you know, do you? Yeah, or I do, yeah. Mm. And uh, Nigel Khan actually put it on uh, Knees Up Mother Brown, even though we were told not to put it, and then blamed me when <laughs> he got in trouble. <laughs> Can <laughs> blame you? Yeah, because the reason is, Nigel Khan got there late for the, the, the sort of supporters' advisory Oh, board. right, and you told him. I told him you didn't to keep him, him up to date. You didn't tell him no. Well, he, no. I did tell him he couldn't say anything, but when he got in trouble, he... Uh, <laughs> He uh, played me. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Tonight. What have you done now? Nothing. You? Carry on. So, um, oh, I, I, the bit I want to ask, because I didn't see it and I only saw the highlights. George, you listened to it on the radio, the wireless, <laughs> the crystal set, the cat's whisker. Which is the cat's whisker. It's an old Google it. I thought it was a club in Streatham. What, the cat's whisker? No, there used to be a cat's whisker. It's a long story, anyway. It's not about football. Uh, <laughs> we were 2 nil up. We went 2 nil down. What happened? Did they step up a I think a bit uh, of both, Sean. Sure. <laughs> yeah? A little bit of both, mm. I think. They got their goal just before half-time, a very good goal at that. And uh, they got their tails up and fought back. <laughs> I wasn't surprised that we let the lead slip, but I was surprised that we nicked a winner at the end. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Crazy. But you were surprised that I was surprised. Yeah. I was, but then you know they they scored just me for half guard. time and they and they just they, you know like you I've say, just said that yeah, yeah. They just, yeah. have we covered everything we covered. Let's we hear what the assistant governor had to say. 
One Cup. Uh, you must be licking your lips here because you're not that far away from the, the latter stages. Yeah, another four games. We've, all, we've already said to the players it was five after tonight to get to Wembley. We've got four now, so let's hope for a nice draw, whether it's at home or against the big team. We'll be ready. We'll be ready. We'll be ready. We will. Bit of a strange question to that to us, is it? Not yeah. far away. Not from far Wembley. away from Wembley. Yeah. When when <laughs> they start, how, how many lips. how many rounds are there? Seven to begin with. When when we come in for the League Cup, we come in in the third or the second round. Yeah. What's the answer? Yeah, Ross Barkley yeah, just scored. Barkley. He's in my dream yeah, team. So is he? He's in mine too. Oh, oh Sean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Uh, he just guys around copied it. It's boring, else, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the whole game. Let's talk about the whole game. So, oh no, can I just ask a question about the sure, uh, last thing? So yeah, strange thing to say you're five and four games away from Wembley. You might as well say, as say, you're seven away or six away. You know, at what point do you say, yeah? I think you've got to <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you've got to get. What you've just said well, sorry, sense. you've got to go to the quarterfinals and semi-finals before you're saying we're close to Wembley. Is my point really? Oh, I see. You could say you're 38 games away from reg- reg- regulation. Anyway, I'm sure someone usually asks me about why Sam didn't do the uh, post-match interview. Maybe for uh, experience. <laughs> Maybe <Yeah. laughs> to give yeah, Kevin McDonald a little bit of press experience. Yeah, and a little bit of time <laughs> in the spotlight. His name's not Kevin. What is his name? Um, Neil. I see how you got it. Uh, <laughs> is it Kevin McDonald? <laughs> Kevin McDonald? It's Neil McDonald, isn't it? Wow. Kevin McDonald. Let's talk about the whole City Tigers. Let's talk about the whole City Tigers. So we went away to the KC and Stadium and a controversial match. Uh, West Ham had 60% possession, Hull had 40%. So we outplayed them. According to the stats, we had 18 shots with five on target. Hull had nine with two on target. The referee won that game for Hull, didn't he? He did, yeah, really. Um, Although we had a lot more shots and on target than we began most other games, (laughs) and we should have taken our chances. Mm. And um, (laughs) Mr. Roland Rat (laughs) should have uh, maybe put it away. Shouldn't he should have, yeah, he put it over the bar, didn't he? Yeah. He had our best chance. So let's talk about the flashpoints of the EPL game. Um, <laughs> the first penalty. First penalty, it wasn't a penalty, was it? He was defending as a defender. Really? He was getting his body in the way. It, there's a little nudge, way, though. Yeah. Why, did, why did O'Brien have to do a little nudge, though? Why did he because have to... Because it's a contact sport, Sean. But, but this is the problem. I think if you do a nudge, then referees are likely to give the, it. The, so nudge, w- the nudge, the, the touch, nudge the whatever there. has to be of, of his significantly large But why put yourself in that position in the first place? You because have to touch him. Really? Yes. He's got, he's got to try if he's in the box, you just keep away from them. You hold your arms up. He's like trying, this, he's trying to get his body no. between the player and the ball. How did you slip through the net and not yeah. become a defender? He could have been. So when you're in the box, <laughs> you'd make one. Awesome when, when you're in the box, <laughs> yeah. Do you last do you, more than do you, twenty seconds? Do you, do you like <laughs> touch people? I wish. Yeah. To the first comment, not the second one. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, you do. You touch people. And how you? many penalties have you conceded? None, because I don't mark. <laughs> yeah. That's on the man on the post. That's, that's why you in. played only 45 minutes on Saturday. I oh. bet old, old Kev McDonald was a bit annoyed after the game, wasn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> you all think that it was a stone-cold... Dive. Not dive and not a penalty. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was a stone cut. Do you mean stone wall? <laughs> stone, <laughs> no, it was. Stone oh, cut. I, I didn't do this the first time round, by the way. Oh, um, 
And I think most yes. people agreed with you. It was a penalty. To be honest. But, yeah, no, um, it was, it was so let's go to the second penalty dive, dive. shout, which was not. It was waved away. What and we're just talking about that. Kevin Nolan, the second one, our penalty award, oh. when um, it was a handball or an elbow ball. And <laughs> Nolan was already on a booking. And uh, he went a bit crazy. Fair, he really, he could have got sent off there. I've seen refs actually send people oh, off I was the just left. About to say that, yeah. Oh, yeah. were you? Yeah. Yeah. You just ju- jumped in clearly. Well, I didn't say that the first time <laughs> oh, around. No, you didn't. No, so but he was he, lucky, wasn't he? He was lucky. He stay on more than lucky. When he got booked the first time, Dad, you said he's going to get himself sent off. You're nearly right. I do think he was going to get That's a really good uh, voice. He does, he does that, though, doesn't he? To, you know, he has them sort of games where he gets get... To be honest, he, he looks like a lost soul, doesn't he, running about? So, again, just to be a little bit argumentative of you, definitely a penalty? Did he? Did he... Was it ball to hand, hand it was to definitely, ball? It was definitely a penalty, Sean. Yeah, no, no doubt. doubt about it. Even though Bruce, why didn't the bloody ref see? Even it though then? Steve Bruce said he five times he watched it. We're no cheaters. I won't have a man. cheater in my team. I'm still not convinced it was tight. a penalty. He said, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely a penalty. How were the long, long balls? I was about to do balls, the long balls. Yeah. So Hull had 64, West Ham had 57. Long, long ball balls. merchants. Oh, long yeah. ball merchants. Hull City had Tom Huddlestone as there greatest long baller with mm. 10 West Ham had Winston Reid with 13 what, I reckon uh, because Colin was <laughs> <wasn't>, um, <laughs> yeah. oh, you're trying he to beat my ropes. go on what were you going to say George I think that Reid had to fill in for James Collins in terms of kicking balls really long oh that's yeah. a really good observation there yeah. yeah amazing yeah that's a good observation I, I like that folks Let's have a look at the player stats. So the player ratings mark Yussi as the top performer of our team, closely followed by Ravel and then Winston Reid. Mega is bottom with Nolan second from bottom and Allardyce third from bottom. Can I just ask a question? Tomkins obviously scored very high again. Leave him in. Ginge on the bench. Oh, think? he's in my dream team as well. Um, I, don't I don't know. Be, I, don't question, mi- I don't mind Tomkins. He, he, uh, Collins, Collins does... It, it, has this tendency for these rash challenges just outside the box, and he and he does hit a long ball quite a lot. But then that said, he does score goals, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Roland Rat, if you take away his miss because he's not a striker, deserves Still his place in the miss. team. Yeah, I think I think he's the best yeah, left back yeah. we've yeah. got. Yeah. Stuart Downing, we didn't really see. He's still got a quite good rating, but we didn't see him very much. But hopefully, he's back to uh, full fitness. Noble. I know he got quite a high score, but I wasn't overly impressed with Noble. No, I don't think he's having a very good... I, he's, he's gone run. off the boil a bit, hasn't he? No, I think so. And uh, the army, I'd also say, had a poor game. Um, seemed to be played out of position by Sam. He's not a winger. And he is a minger. And seemed to be really out of... Well, he was out of place. He didn't know what to do. Ricardo Vazte again in spells but of course it just didn't come together did it Jarvis ineffective yet again runs around head down Nolan I, I I know we talked about this and we talked about this in the championship but you know he came second to last in the player ratings with Maega who deserves to be plum last but plum. he should be dropped shouldn't he I think we play a lot better when Ravel Morrison is in the Nolan role. Mm. Well, he's not going to drop Nolan, is he? He's never going to drop him, is he? I know, but I just hope never. for an injury or something. I know that's an awful oh, thing to thing say. Awful thing to say. 
Oh, say that about our own players, Sean. Yeah, I know. Well, what are you like? I just I want a secret like? assassin. I mean, I'm sure Ali, though, <coughs> if you listen to what he says, he won't be saying yeah. it, blame it anywhere near Nolan yeah. or anyone like that. Yeah. Well, well, you should say that, say because that. Uh, let's hear what the gaffer has to say. Sam, can you believe you've not taken something from that game? Uh, yes, I, I mean, it's, uh, it's difficult, but um, I have to say, you know, on the basis of uh, what we've done today, we should have scored um, a few goals. Um, but unfortunately, uh, it's one of our big faults at the moment. We are not finishing the chances we're creating. Um, but we have to keep believing that Sooner or later, by creating as many chances as we've done, we will turn it into goals and turn it into results. Because you know, this, we've ended up losing this one. We drew at Southampton, um, which was a good point. But we should have buried Newcastle, but missed our chances. And today, we should have got something out of the game. And arguably, by the chances we created, probably even a win. But we failed to take them. And then, of course, when you don't score your chances, then um, a big decision on the penalty, which isn't a penalty because Brady's profited by simulation, by diving. Um, so the referee's supposed to have, uh, be good at uh, spotting these things, but wasn't. So not only has he not been booked for diving, he's, he's given a penalty against us. I don't think anybody watching that uh, would argue with, it, with him uh, simulating in that position, and he's been profitable by it. Referees got sucked in by it. Um, and then Livermore's handball, as we can all see, and, and that hasn't been given. So there's two major decisions that uh, the referee should have done better with, which has helped us, uh, should have helped us in the way that we might have been sat here with a point if we didn't score a goal, or we might have been sat here with a 1 0 win because if we'd have got the penalty we deserved and uh, they got the penalty they didn't deserve. So. He's played a major part today, and it's been a big disappointment uh, in his performance. But uh, uh, my disappointment is players creating as many chances as we did and not scoring. And just finally, as a club at the moment, you've got Man City and Spurs up and coming. Do you just have to sort of batten the hatches and, and keep going and keep believing? Well, it's a big problem for us now because the performance haven't warranted the, uh, the amount of points we've got. We should have far more than uh, five points out of the six games. But, you know, it, it, we have uh, faltered. Uh, you know, not just uh, uh, decisions by the referee going against them. We have faltered in front of goal, and um, because we have done that, um, and then when we did score goals, we faltered by allowing ourselves to uh, get a player sent off when we're in the lead at 2-1, and then losing 3-2 in the end. So, you know, we've got a lot to do ourselves in terms of uh, keeping the performances up. Yes, that's fine, but performance was ultimate finish with results. Uh, otherwise, you you find yourself slipping down where that um, bottom three looms and that's net not where you want to be at any stage of the season because of the pressure it brings upon your players there. There you go, that is Sam Allardyce's reaction to the whole game. Kevin McDonald. Kev, super Kev. Yeah, so what, what did you think, what the gaffer had to say? I mean, there's a lot of people saying, you know, all right, he took a little bit in the chin, but he's, you know, maybe rightly, but he seems to blame everyone else except himself. There's always, you know, we've been unlucky, we're unlucky, it's a restful, we're unlucky. At what point has he got to stand up and say, he got he got the tactics a bit wrong? Mega's got to be dropped, he's Nolan's got to be dropped, and... Um, and he, he shouldn't have played he's the got army look, on, on uh, the wing. They, since they've since himself and our board have made such a bad management decision to spend all our money on a 
injured striker who's in rehab at the moment in uh, Belgium, as discussed by David Gold, and should be back with yeah, us. Yeah, what, what's the news on that? He, he, David Gold says his rehab's going well, and he'll be oh. back with us for Christmas. Oh, that's good. So then, we, as I say, as we know, it takes him a good five or six games to get him up to speed. So we oh. haven't got him for if quite David Gold a while. says it. Uh, it must be right. So mm. basically, must be true. So what I'm saying is, is that if you haven't got a striker like Andy Carroll set up, ah, but we have change, change the way Carlton you play. Cole. Well, we haven't got the moment. Change the Always way you play. Always believe in yourself. has pretty much been hanging He's out. He's got dry. the power to know. He's indestructible. Always believe in <laughs> Carlton Cole. So Go what on. I would say that he could well be. A good ball-playing striker. You called me a but prick the first time. I did tell you a prick the first <laughs> time <laughs> saying that, because you are. I don't need to say it again, you all know. He, he could be a decent player. He could be a ball-to-feet ball striker that, you know, but he doesn't who, get a Who are we talking about? Myga. He's, he's yeah. just been... He, yeah, the I, amount of service he's had in these last five, six games. Yeah. You know, Jarvis just runs with his head down. Rat, rat, all, all these players at the weekend on the wings were just knocking the ball long, knocking it long. So all these people that are anti-Allardyce yeah. who want a change of this, he's he's now playing to type. The football is so I don't understand this, this Allardyce out, Allardyce I out. I'm not saying get him out. I'm just Sam's saying. teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. He needs, he needs <laughs> to... Are you just putting a melody to everything you say to that, Sean? <laughs> yeah. He needs but some things don't go down. We will be 17th or better. That's the main pro- 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 priority one. Priority one. Quite Do not get relegated. Yeah, and it'll be a real priority two. Season. Try and get as high up as the table. Priority three. Play little triangles if you we can. We don't. We don't sell out every week. Ticka tacka, ticka tacka. <laughs> he thinks he's so funny. Look, he yeah. laughs at himself. We don't. We don't sell out every week. We do kids for a quid. We do all this crap. Yeah. We don't. People are, tick-a-tack, are tick-a-tack. leaving by droves, and, mm. and yet they wonder why. It's just the football is dire to watch. Because it's not attractive football, but Sam Allardyce doesn't play attractive football. But we've had some good games under Sam as well. Chelsea. No, but he, he, that's what I'm saying. He needs to, <laughs> and he needs to adjust. <laughs> and, then and the playoff final. To what he's got. You know, he's, it wasn't a good game. Got there, players. He could, you know, Vastai, he could play Vastai up front. If Mike really isn't uh, doing it, he could play. I'd rather play Carlton Cole. <gasps> oh, I wouldn't. Dear. I think that's just such a, a, you know, they they buy an injured striker. They let our other striker, who's well, not, not very good, we all agree he's not very good. Funny they you let say him that. go. They let him go in pre-season. They don't replace him. Nobody would come to us because they all knew that Andy Carroll was going to be the first mainline striker. We only play with one striker. Anyone decent... Well, funny you should say that, because we're watching the Everton-Newcastle game, and Lukaku has just scored. Um, and why didn't he come to us? Because he looks amazing. We saw this when oh, we played Everton. Just scored again. Lukaku just scored again. <laughs> uh, and just as I say that, he scores his second goal. He's such a big man. So, you know, just imagine if we had Lukaku here, that would be amazing. But you say he wouldn't come. Because it's obvious the way we set up with one striker, and we, you know, it was always going to be Andy Carroll. So who but, wants to play but Everton fiddle? paid five million pound loan fee. That's one reason. Does Tim Howard get an assist for that? But 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, oh, was it from wow. Tim Howard? Yeah. Oh, what's the goalie doing? Good yeah, finish. That, that was, that was awful. It's great radio, that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Lukaku. I don't think he would come to us. I don't I think it's a club he wants to come to. Sean, even if even if he he wouldn't, there there was there were other options for <coughs> a half decent strikers, but none of them were going to come to us because the way we play football and the All way right. we, we determine and set up. So I'm going to move to the next thing in the running order, and I'm going to ask you about. Our or I'm going to uh, talk about our training ground first. So Chadwell Heath, I did an article on West Ham till I die on Sunday about Chadwell Heath. So I don't know if you're history, but we bought Chadwell Heath. It's under ten acres. It's got three pitches, uh, like a, a warehouse and so a, some like porter a cabins. So. We bought it in 1955. Do you know why? Because a West Ham director was embarrassed Doesn't that we were playing on some field. And he, he, they bought Chadwell Heath. And we haven't really changed it since then. We've got an artificial pitch with floodlights. But it's not world-class. Not like Chelsea's. We've got 140 acres in Cobham. And um, where is it? The other one in uh, Spurs. They've got a 77-acre, cost them £30 million. And uh, Arsenal bought one. Uh, I forget how much it cost them. But they've got 145 acres as well. You know, these are all London clubs we want to compete with in the future. We don't want to compete with Fulham. No disrespect, and Palace, who've got maybe the kind of training grounds we've got. I think you find that, w- that there's only those three teams that have got more expensive ticket prices than us. So we are competing, aren't we? We're well, we're well, well that's what we're trying to do. When we move to Olympic stages, we bought Rush Green. I don't know if you know the story, but we World bought Rush Olympic Green uh, from uh, the Ford Motor Company. It was their sports ground, 29 mm-hmm. acres. 
Uh, we bought it in 2009. We asked for planning permission to turn it a new one. And our, our old owners, under the Icelandics, were going to make it the big new training ground. That hasn't happened under um, the new owners. Uh, and it seems to go on a quiet. I think we put a liquor plane on the stadium. Liquor plane. But, liquor plane. But my, my point was, shouldn't we invest 20 or 30 million pounds on a state-of-the-art no. training facility? Shouldn't we have a better stadium or a training facility than Spurs and Chelsea and Arsenal if we're going to go to Olympic Stadium? And my, and I will ask Reese this, I think if you want to encourage or attract the best players and the best young players, you need a world-class facilities in your training ground. Otherwise, they won't come. Why, you know, they would have a hydro pool and a sauna and treatment room at Cobham or go to Chadwell Heath and chill out in a porter cabin. So I think we should be ambitious. If we're ambitious for the cabin. stadium, <laughs> we should invest in a new... I think we should go to the Essex countryside <laughs> and buy a 150-acre piece of land and build you, a you new live, campus. You live in cloud cuckoo land. Yeah, but the problem is, everybody's short-termist like you, and they just it's look, they live for now. Sean, this, right? this no one wants a pension now. People, what it is, is they go, They don't think about tomorrow. They go, we need the money, we want to spend another they, £20 million all they can think about in the Chelsea, the in criteria. the January transfer window. They've got a criteria to meet to get into the Olympic Stadium. They've got a have debt levels and all this sort of, and they're not going to start investing. This is long-term investment, though. Yeah, but you need to sustain in the league first. Are you going to have a state-of-the-art ground and be in a championship uh, training but ground? Are you going to afford Chelsea that? have done this. Yeah, Man U have done this. Chelsea Man City have done this. Everton have done this. Yeah, but they're not going to get relegated. They're not. They're, they're never really. Do so you get say training grounds anymore. don't matter? No, Reece, I say you're, you're a footballer. You played for Fulham and you but played for AFC Wimbledon. Who had a quality training ground, by the way? At the end of the day, yeah, you played. What was your training ground like at Fulham and AFC Wimbledon? Just changing. Fulham's it, lovely. Yeah, Fulham's really Monster nice. Monster Park. How how big is it? How many training pitches are there? Uh, I don't know, but quite 12, a few. Yeah, all right, like quite that, a yeah. few. More yeah, than us nice. with our three in in Chadwell Heath, and we've got Little Heath, haven't we? We own Beckton Community Centre as well. It's mm, but it's um, uh, just it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's a job. If you if you if the money's right, you'll play anywhere. Grass is really? grass. Pitches right. would be nice. So here's my last point. So your well, parents you? and you are John, and you're looking for a new academy yeah, but it right, for your like children. That. And do you go to the the Cobhams this world, or the Spurs, or the well, Arsenal this world? Well, so you just go where you can. Well, you know the only good thing going for West Ham is Tony Carr. And one oh, day, Tony Carr will either retire or die. That. I know that's <laughs> sad to say. It's such a I can't believe you said it again. Twice. But he will. He'll retire. And I think, you know, Sir Tony Carr, it's all about him. Take that away. Now our world-class academy of football doesn't exist anymore. And no one will be coming to Heath to chill out in a point of time. As soon as he's fitting off to play, there'll be a short-term contract. Players, well, we've had Noble come through. We've had co- um, yeah, no really um, great, no real um, like top quality. His, uh, fitness, no, I suppose not. But, but Elliot Lee's going to be uh, the next one. Well, he's okay. I would really imagine that uh, as long as and, the terms. Um, really do you know what? Do you know what I really have some great hopes Southampton have produced, and it's someone you've played with. Maybe you can give us an insight on this, Reese. George Moncur is knocking them in for the development squad. Is well, he's certainly uh, you, you, he played been with you, didn't he? Here on, a, on a day-to-day basis. What did you think of, of that? 
George. Beauties of, uh, of uh, this football club. Is it, this club's it's not what you said at the time. <laughs> Go on. No, you're not there you anymore. You no, can say it. From, uh, he's one of them the that here. just Certainly didn't Certainly in the time suit. I've been here. Because Carl lower, has lower level training programs But he's a footballer. I'm sure you said he was... He's like his dad. His dad was a good player. I'm sure you said he was a big time Charlie. Available for selection on a Saturday afternoon. You don't mind us saying that, do you? I don't mind anymore. I'm a nobody now. Certainly in the time I've been here. Um, mm. Yeah, but no, it, so it was, my um, question is: you, no, you, love, moment, don't, think you don't think we should invest twenty million pounds no, no. in uh, the first team squad and in a training ground? You'd rather and, spend it and stay in the league. Exactly. Uh, that's what you say, George. Yep. Financial fair play from the designed to keep agent, us all in our so place. Oh, don't start the financial fair play. We are not going to be the next city or whatever. We can't do it. We, we oh, had financial fair play now, before. That, uh, we were up to our limit we'll before. Petrich. Then we found a little bit more. We just, just gone a bit over. Now we're, we're about to go over a little bit. Now we're going to gonna go a little bit nice. over yet again for for Carton Cole and his short time contracts or short term contracts. It makes you know we, we've got we're getting our world class stadium soon. Yeah, we're not yeah. We're, we're not going to be getting the investment. We can't. Break the financial fair yeah, play stuff. Right. So my point we can't is, get the when we get we're not going to get the naming rights. We're not going to get all these things that right. can push us up to the next right. level, so are we? When we pay our debt off, and I've just done an article again on West Ham till I die about the debt, and we look like we're, we're it's under control, and we're going to pay it off pretty much before we move in 2016. And when we get the extra revenue from the fans going, yeah, yeah. and it's sold at whatever, then more fans, more money, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so we get the extra money. Then can we invest in a new training ground? Please, yeah, yeah, John. Yeah, let's do it then. Please. Mm. Yeah, please. And then maybe we can get a sponsorship deal on the naming rights of that because we'll own that. And then um, we'll get some income. Well, and then we can then push ourselves up to be able to spend a few more. Interesting model, Everton. Do you know what they did? No, what did they do? So Everton bought a piece of land called Finch Farm, right? Yeah. They bought it. For £2.1 million, pounds, yep. yeah, a similar amount to what we bought our piece of land in, um, in Rush Green. They then sold it to a developer for £2.1 million, pounds, again, what they bought it for. The developer bought, built them a £20 million pound training facility and then rented it back, leased it back to them for 50 years with an option to buy every five years. They rent it. Um, last year, no, earlier this year in May, uh, it was put up for sale. It cost them over twenty million pounds to build. They sold it for thirteen million to Liverpool City Council, and Liverpool City Council now rent it to Everton Football Club. Clever, very clever, very clever. Why can't we do something like that? Why can't we go to Barrett Homes or Wimpy or someone like that? Wimpy, <laughs> Wimpy still exists as a house builder. Say, <laughs> build us a training <laughs> ground. Wimpy Homes. Yeah, I know, but people think burgers before they think homes. So. Um, <laughs> Why can't we do that? You're in the building trade, John. I don't, I don't know, Sean, because we're... Would sure. you, you, you own a building company. Would you consider building us a... No. <laughs> four skips. <laughs> about <all laughs> quote, quote, for one training ground. Four skips, uh, a plumber, four a builder. Skips. <laughs> no. But our, our, we have to have some six-yarders. Our very astute owners would have looked at all of these options, surely. Yeah. Anyway, as a link to the training Crazy ground... Um, I don't know if you heard what uh, Sam Allardyce had to say on his Friday press conference. He was talking about Ravel Morrison. It was quite a funny one, Carl wasn't it? Cole. It was yeah. quite funny, something to, something to do with heads and knees yeah. and things. Yeah. Here, here we, we go. Yeah, Let's hear what the Gaffer had to say on Friday. 
Well, I think that at the moment his performances are, are exceptionally good, and I think that that doesn't mean you have to fight for your place if you're old enough. Oh, sorry, if you're good enough, you're old enough, aren't you? And he's proven that already up to now. What we've got to do with Ravel is keep his feet firmly on the ground and uh, watch for head swelling. What do you mean? We don't want to be changing the size of our doors because we can't get his head through it. <laughs> we've had uh, Carlton training with us for a while and uh, uh, the, the, in terms of contract, as, as soon as he's uh, fit enough to play, there'll be an offer of a short-term contract. There's no doubt about that. That's why he's here with us. Um, and that's why we're trying to um, improve his uh, fitness, having missed the pre-season. And as soon as he's... Uh, He's okay. I would imagine that uh, as long as the terms and conditions are right, which is nothing to do with me, he'll be he'll be with us till um, however long that contract's uh, negotiated. So, fitness aside, his his desire and his attitude is impressive. Well, he's certainly uh, been here on a on a day to day basis, and I think one of the beauties of, our, of this football club is that this club's kept him fit for you know for a long t long time in. Uh, uh, in his time here, certainly in the time I've been here, because Carlton has certain training programs just for himself that uh, that were built to, to suit him to keep him uh, available for selection uh, on a Saturday uh, a Saturday afternoon, and uh, that's always always worked very well. Certainly in the time I've been here. Do you know how long it will be and how long the contract might be? For? No, not at the moment. I think that uh, my focus, of course, is only on the. Uh, the first team squad and the players that are fit, and um, and that's done uh, done behind the scenes by uh, by the the chairman and and the agents. So we're just concentrating on the, our first team squad for all city now. The guidance you're getting is days, weeks, months. Oh, I think we'd be days now. I think that uh, we'll play a couple of behind closed doors games, just to let him you know get into the the match practice side of it, and then take it from there. So what do you think about Ravel then, the comment that um, we can't, we, we don't want to change the doors because head get through it? I think, I think it was a enough. joke, Sean. I think it's yeah. fair enough, though. But it is, I mean, we're asked Reese <laughs> as kind of someone. Issue if he's um, do you think it's too soon for Ravel? Do you think he will keep his foot, feet on the ground because he was this prodigy from, you know, yeah, well, Man he, United? He had the, well, he was labelled as a bit of a... Yeah, but the problem a, a is troublemaker. troublemaker. So you know, you Rio Ferdinand saying he's the best person he's seen since Michael Owen and uh, Carrick. I think yeah, he said. Gonna... And uh, who else came out and said he's the best? You know, I do worry whether it all goes to his head because he's that kind of character. Uh, then you need players around him and the manager to keep his feet on the ground, like he said. At the end of the day, it's it's. Would he laugh at that when he hears? Um, He's not going to care, is he? He's going to like the fact that he says he's a starter. That's yeah. all you take out of it from a player's yeah. point of view. So how about the second one? And the thing that interests me, and I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, that Carlton Cole's been training and he's coming back short term and days away now we, we hear. Um, but he admitted for the first time that Carlton Cole has a training programme. A lot of us know that Carlton Cole's knees are dodgy. And the only way to keep him fit is he has a special training. He can't train like everybody else. He has to have a special training program to keep him fit. And he admitted that he's had that for a long time. Uh, I understand that Collison has the same, a similar training program, and so does um, Joe Cole. Joe Cole. So what's his status? 
Joe Cole. I mean, he always has hamstring issues. I mean, I think he's just started to light train, but he has a special training program, so I understand. We missed him, I But if we had a better training facility, I don't think uh, it'll be too much of a problem. We should invest in a better... (coughs) Anyway... Uh, anyway. The last topic, and I, and I did another article. Which needs um, to be quick. I know it is. Which is the future of the bowling ground. So I did an article again on West Ham Till I Die that was about um, the future of the bowling ground. And I don't know if you know, but before the stadium collapsed, the, the first time the, sorry, the Olympic Stadium big collapsed, um, Tesco's was going to buy it and they were going to put some flats there. <coughs> sorry, I'm just clearing my throat. Um, so, I don't. <laughs> Asda off. tried to build in Queen's Market before a big Asda and 160. Ad, Adster. Is that like a branch of Asda supermarket? And, and they would. Ad, so, Ad, it, it looks likely that that is what's going to become of the bowling ground. Probably a supermarket, a retail park, and a number of flats. Now, the thing that I found out and I put in there is I found out that David Sullivan's company called Conegate Limited, which is a property company owning £250 million in assets and his main um, source of income, uh, last year made a loans to um, West Ham of nearly £17 million. Uh, and they own 12.5% of West Ham. So if you look at the West Ham accounts, the bowling ground land is also listed around £16 million in value. Now, it's true value with planning permissions, probably around about 25 to 30 million. Well, if you add up the 12.5% that they, it owns and the loan of 16 million, it comes to around about 30 million as well. I just think it's a strange coincidence that a um, David Sullivan's company, property company, which, by the way, owns big supermarkets, owns a massive Sainsbury's that charges out £3 million rent. It owns a couple of Tesco's. It owns uh, shops and offices and properties up and down. Are owed about £30 million by West Ham through shares and loans, and that's about the value. Now, I don't say there's anything wrong with this, and I say this in the article, but I speculate, my own personal speculation, that maybe David Sullivan's property company will buy the land and buy um, the Bolin and redevelop it after we leave. How would you feel about that, John? I think it's a clever business. What can you do? Thanks, Sean. Let's quickly... This is your moment to brag. Hey, this is the more than just a podcast. Fantasy League update. I was talking. Sorry. 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 Uh, Top of the league is Sean. Yeah, Sean. Just Sean is top of the league. Top of the league. Sean spends an hour a day. I don't spend. I get one transfer a week. I don't spend an hour a day. There's only six points in it, though, Sean. Go on, go on. Let George speak. I am second. Are you second? Place. Well, no, in, out of presenters. Oh, in second, yeah, but you're um, fourth with in general. 353 points, only six points off you, Sean. I thought you were going to mention that the I'm in joint. I thought you were going to say I was in joint first place because someone's got the same points as me. Yeah, you have. Yeah. With Daniel Prescott, whose team name is Rail So So Bad. John is next in the presenter league with. 322 points. Down two places. And Reese is 68th, fourth place. Have <laughs> I, I come up low or not? 285 Down, down 23 places. places. 119th <laughs> remains Paul Gage. Change players. <laughs> with 173 points. Mm. I won't stay there. It's it's a one-minute wonder of me being... Uh, 22nd. 22nd. 
Seth? Paul Gaish messaged us earlier. He yeah. says, Hi guys, something for your podcast tonight to discuss. Is Elliot Lee the guy? He scores a hat-trick against Newcastle, then four against Ipswich. If he doesn't get a chance, he will be gone at Christmas, he reckons. Oh, so that's uh, Paul, bottom of the league, <laughs> Gaish. That is, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I'd like to see him get, be given a go. Can't yeah. be any worse so than Anyway, there's some Facebook comments. Is there not George? There is, so let's start. And can you che- check Twitter as well? You didn't check it last week and there were some. Decanio back as player assistant manager, please. Can't be worse no. than Miger. Says not in Tom a million Wayne. years. Not in a million years. Paul Southern says, says Nolan. Is it time for Sam to go? Sean says no. No. I don't think any of us think it is. No. He just needs no, to change like the style of football. Changes. The, the, the formation, not the style, just the formation. Just put someone else up front, please. Okay. Tim Searle says, I can't help but feel that Big Sam has dug his own grave. He appears to have gone all in on Andy Carroll and has, ha- has absolute, absolutely no plan B. I'm starting to get seriously worried. It's not as if we even have some nice football Carlton, to watch Carlton's whilst we get beat. Nice. Thanks, comment. Tim. Agreed. Luke Stoneman says, As John recently showed us, he is the spitting image of Andy Carroll. How do his thumbs compare in size? If you follow AC on Twitter, you'll understand. Let's have a look at your thumbs, John. Ah, oh, thumbs up from John. Yeah. <laughs> I've got girly thumbs. There must be a something to that, and I don't follow Andy Carroll on Something Twitter. to do with penis size. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm the longest <coughs> in the shower. <laughs> but you're a 26 <laughs> specialist. Anthony Collins says, I don't normally agree with owners interfering with team selection, but is it time David's put their foot down and make Big Sam change the formation to 4 4 2 to no, shake things up? You can't, you can't interfere do that. with the manager. You can't do that. And it'll go terribly wrong. Yeah. Team will get the ump. Sam will get the ump. Sam yeah. will go. Everyone turning against the owners, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Happened before other clubs. Andrew Sullivan says, We are 1 0 down against Spurs on Sunday with five minutes to go and get a free kick in Baines territory. Who does John want to take it? Well, he's sort of bringing back the John. Oh, and, and you lot all slagged it off. Well, hopefully, well, hopefully, I say hopefully, probably Matty Taylor will be on by then. He's a good of a free kick. Yeah. Because mm. we haven't really got many other options. Martin Nobles used to take a decent free kick. He doesn't seem to lately, does he? No. What's Ravel Morrison like at free kicks? I don't, I don't know. know yet to see it. Yeah. Maybe he's Let's give him answer, a chance. Yeah. Nigel Kahn oh. says, <laughs> I see the Sam Allardyce fan club is losing members. Any ideas on how we can improve his popularity, apart from resigning, of course? Fun run? Oh, look, Nigel didn't <laughs> like... <run>. No, <laughs> Nigel openly did not want Sam Allardyce from the beginning. I think it's time to get behind Sam. <laughs> Sam's teams don't go down. <laughs> Sam's do. teams don't go down. Sam's teams don't go down. And that is well, what you've got to remember. If it's true that he, he pushed through the, the downing thing, the downing signing where everyone else thought we needed a striker, then that's anyway. bad management. Anyway, we're running out of time. We, we better do a prediction. Predictions for Spurs away. I'm going to say a 4 0 loss. Anyone else? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm there. It's Sunday. I've just worked it at Sunday. I, I put it in my diary for Saturday. Um, <laughs> What do you like? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going for, I'm going for a 1 0 win. I'm wow. going for a draw. I'd nil nil. A 2 0 loss. There you go. There you go. We're finished on time. Thank you for listening to Monster Podcast. 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 Goodbye from me, George. Who else wants Goodbye to Goodbye from me, Sean. Yeah. You need to string out your words, Sean, because I haven't really heard much of you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Goodbye. Bye, bye, Come bye. on, you are. Come on, you are.
will be more. More than just a podcast. There'll be more. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.